0: This is Moss Wheelan and (coughs) story in mind, and I'm sitting here at the. (laughs) Was gonna say desk, then I was gonna say altar, then I was gonna say, um, was it uh, command station? Right, I'm in the, I'm in the, uh, the captain's chair, etc., etc., etc. And uh, what a great place to be! What a conundrum! To be um, of two worlds, and some, sometimes it's, you know, say great being able to be in the, the inner world of the imagination, working on stuff, the, the mind, topic. The topic is the, the bridge between the, the denouement, uh, which is the... I think it's the undoing of knots. I think it's sort of the the literal meaning. Uh, and it's it sort of say that, you know, the 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 final moments of the story and the plot. <clears throat> it's this um resolution. And and just a couple things there. The, you know, the last sentence, you know, apparently some writers will Start with the last sentence, right? That everything is moving towards this last sentence, and I I like that kind of planning. That say, um, we, the, the the writer, the creator, sub creator, artist, uh, we we know where we're going, and you know that everybody else is going to have to wait. And but in a sense too that you know say start starting out that way with some idea that that we're going to, um, that we as well, it's the journey, right? It's like, oh, well, we know what's going to happen at the end, but everything in between, you know, that's the, um, and it's kind of the mortal experience, right? Well, we know what's going to happen <laughs> ultimately. Uh, and, and then there's this question, why was I, I was seeing a, a, a documentary that was done about a, uh, a guru, essentially, and uh, did this discussion about what happens, you know, what the afterlife um, uh, experience... Uh, right. And so, the, but the topic that I'm, I was planning to talk about was the bridge uh, between the denouement and the beginning of the story... And this is coming from uh, Joseph Campbell's um, monomyth, uh, the hero's journey, and it, it's it's a it's a cycle, it's a wheel. If you look around for um, the hero's journey and uh, the myth, and then that's where you'll see this circle divided into four quadrants, and that we we move in a clockwise, um, direction. Okay. So, I don't know if you can hear, I can hear the, the neighbor's, uh, uh, baby. Who's a, um, what is it called? Sounds in the background. Um, there's a word for it. Um, anyways, ambiance. There we go if it's if it's not a three-headed dog guarding one of my neighbors it's a uh it's a newborn which is awesome it it's it's sort of this for me it's this reminder of, of this sort of cycle as i'm saying that i'm thinking oh are we getting are we talking about reincarnation um no We're, you know i'm talking about writing and editing and i'm talking about say um examining, you know, say, well, is it a cycle? Is the story a cycle? Is the plot a cycle? Uh, Say we start with, in in film, there's this notion of starting with an image and then ending with uh, a similar image, and uh, bookends, that's one way to describe it. There's this great sharing back and forth um, between Uh, say literature which does you know it it is dealing with imagery and symbolism and then say um, cinema and um, the arts in total so say you know painters painters are influenced uh, they're influencing and they're also influenced Um, just for example I, I got to study I was taking one class and we were learning about uh, modernist modernist writing, and that say we have influences from impressionism. And one example was from the Heart of Darkness, where there's this uncertainty, um, this visual uncertainty, so that we see in the distance something. And uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was, it was sort of that you know when you see something at a distance and you think it's one thing and then you get closer and closer and you realize what it actually is <clears throat> but there's this sort of assumption and uncertainty or or there could be this certainty oh yes and it had to do with this fence and there were these um objects on the fence but say from a distance there was this uncertainty what it was was it a fence was it something else And then when we got close up, we realized, you know, these are skulls that are on top of the fence. Um, So so that's one example. And two, I was influenced by that information. I took that in, and I was like, wow, that's interesting. And I actually found myself using it in some way or another. Um, One other example is using... A description. I had read a book. It was inspired by a Virginia Woolf, and the, I think the book that I was reading was I think it was called The Hours, and it had this description of a, of a stone that was as it was a stone as big as um, I, I think I I could be wrong. It was something like a pig's head, right? Or it was something like that where it was a very concrete. Um, and all of a sudden the stone gets this quality of size and shape and meaning um, and, and I sort of I latched on to that it's, like, it's sort of one of the things you walk away from going, you know, wow how did they achieve that effect <clears throat> and so I I use that um, probably too much right, back to the topic, so with looking at the hero's journey. There's, there's this uh, first you leave the ordinary world and you're in the underworld and then you return to the ordinary world and that's where the bridge is. So it's you know that we're starting off in the ordinary world and the bridge, the link. Um, part of me wants to argue that uh, there's no change and. There's this endless quality that I keep seeing popping up in things like um, uh, Wagner's uh, Ring Opera, operas, where, say, we we have one um, journey adventure that completes a quest, right? But then it continues, and there's this other quest, and then, you know, that one also continues. And the fallout of uh, say events that happened in the past um, it, it could be infidelity, betrayal that uh, these m- move beyond and um, almost like say a series of books where r- one is influenced by the other um, say for example in the first book you know, say oh you know, the villain is defeated you're right, but the villain—the villain also has survived and is plotting revenge, and um, say there was this, you know, somebody who was on the good side, you know, got damaged or something, and then they go off and say the the events of the original narration um, uh, come back to haunt us. Ooh, I have a reference. What's it? sins of the father or this, just the sins of anyone uh, or you could erase sins and you could put you know the um the the bad choices um and then you could erase <laughs> bad you could just have you know the choices that are made um they those continue and there's a very real life quality to that um i'd also like to backstep and say in the backstory the back narrative that before the 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 writing that we're working on there was something else going on right there was this there was a journey to the underworld before our um, what we're working on what is the underworld the underworld is the second act and lovely mythological uh, psychological right you know it's not it doesn't have to be a literal uh, underworld it, it just can be, you know, a, char- a character is moving out of their um, normal sphere and into a sphere that is, you know, turned upside down. And, yes, okay. Um, so, you know, there's this cycle. It, it existed before. It's happening now in the present that we're writing about. And then it's going to exist in the future a, um, cinema example is, uh, the Star Wars, and 2 they're called episodes, they're not, um, you know, they're not, any, anyways, they are movies, but, but there's this homage, I guess, to, you know, in the past, and, uh, unfortunately a television, uh, homage, whether you agree with that or not, <clears throat> that, um. Know, say, well, what does episode mean to, besides you know, to have an episode oh, they're having an episode um, right so, yeah, okay, so good, this is working out uh, Joseph Campbell, who is Joseph Campbell? Joseph Campbell is, uh, it was was a mythologist and so I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I think it was anthropology, could have been um, sociology some somewhere in there, but uh, he decided to study um, mythology and uh, as he was doing this he came up with um, let's see what it what was it called it well the book it was called and and this influenced um, star wars the Star Wars uh, creator. And the book was called uh, "The Hero with a Thousand Faces," and then and then it went on, you know. And then there were there were books, other books, and then there was um, this great series called "Power of Myth" that exists. It's out there. It's at your library. It's uh, it's on the internet somewhere. I think Internet Archive, and um, but I'm not sure how long that will exist for. Right. So so uh, like say, with the Star Wars example, there are sets there's three sets of three, and the in what is this we started off with the middle set, and so we have um you know those uh present movies, and then we went into the past to find out. How our villain got created, and answer a bunch of questions. Um, the The mentor that pops up in the original Star Wars movies, you know, where, where is, uh, where did he come from, and what was his life, and um, what was the relationship with the the villain, so the mentor and the villain. So we're going into the past. We're examining. Uh, those events, and then we go into the future. Uh, we we also get the the Uber villain, and seeing you know where the Uber villain came from, yeah, uh, which is also interesting, right? The politics and whether you like or dislike, there is this amazing thing going on. Say that you could be a kid watching and you're picking up politics you're seeing how a democracy can be um eroded through corruption and become a dictatorship and then you know hopefully hopefully return <laughs> to a democracy all right right yeah but but sort of on their own these these sets uh they they exist in a way like say Novels that this is a trilogy that there's uh, three novels, and uh, you know we've got the we've got the prequel we've got the sequel so there's this influence going on that the past is influencing the present, which is influencing the future Fine, that makes sense. Uh, where this all falls apart, though, is that it's, it's, not, it's not a perfect. And uh, in, in the reduction, there's this idea of perfection. Um, so Joseph Campbell is arguing that um, in, in, in an eternal sense, right, when you just strip everything away, that there's this uh, myth that is being repeated and repeated and repeated so in 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 some sense it lacks a um it lacks reality that said though say, like if you're looking at one's life and again s- staying the heck away from reincarnation but say that you know say a character is uh emerges uh <laughs> That's a great way of saying it uh, regardless of what side you're on and uh yeah so they they emerge from from the garden and uh of the of the ordinary world and and they go out into the harsh quote unquote reality uh and then they re- return uh to to the uh yeah and so that's one way of saying it that the the hero's journey or the heroine's journey that it is a um that it is a life right that that one's life is in there and then there's all these um um ticks and, tips and tricks and you know you know here's the reasons why that you know we should be kind to one another <laughs> here's you know here's reasons why this and that and um Right, so that's one way of of, of looking at that bridge, right? That say, um, the 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 death birth uh, of of this of this archetype. <clears throat> right. Another example that comes to mind is Gilgamesh, and in the in this sort of cycle or, of, of Gilgamesh. But I'll, I'll, I'll wreck the notion of cycle. But, for Gilgamesh, so Gilgamesh, um, we're talking, I think it's Mesopotamia we're talking about. I believe it's the city of Ur, U-R, and, which, um, (laughs) I am, you are, uh, Ur, right? So it's the city of Ur, and, uh, in the story, in in the myth, in the plot, Gilgamesh is um, is this king. He is uh, powerful. It's gone to his uh, gone to his head, and you know it's really messing things up for other people, right? You know he's just he's having a great time, and uh, you know but he's he's corrupt, <laughs> like he's not thinking. Um, He's yeah. He's just having a great time and not really concerned with uh, other people or, um, yeah, right. So uh, the the deities they decide okay we're going to teach him a lesson, and uh, yeah, and and so that that happens. Gilgamesh is sent on this um, this journey, this life's journey and um has has this loss like finally he can, he cares about someone, and of course you know that's doomed <laughs> so uh, that loss um uh propels him right so this um caring about another person compels him and then so that's our say you know, our journey through the underworld, and then we um we emerge on the other side he returns to civilization and he's what he brings with him he brings um, and i i want to, um, it's he brings with him narrative he brings with him this story and this plot uh, his his own story, his inner journey, and then the plot you know of the events that had happened and there there was this um, there was this actual physical Boon, as Joseph Campbell calls it, but that, um, you know, there's that loss there, but the, the, the actual boon is, is bringing this civilizing story. Um, and you could argue that that's, that's what we're doing in storytelling, that's what we're doing in writing, publishing, that it's actually a civilizing act. I, I saw this great there was this great moment and this is via Cat Rambo and she's um she, uh, SFF and she's uh she's tight with um the science fiction writers of America. Mhm. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> and it's really cool um to um just to, to see sort of her 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 retweets or posts, but the one that stands out for me was what was it okay, sorry it, this is totally relevant, and it's it's that the CIA was dumping a huge amount of money into creative writing workshops um, uh, pushing like say their agenda right of course and and two, you could argue it's like yeah, we want. We want democracy, and you know but and then you get into sort of certain types though right certain types of democracy and <clears throat> what you know what um <clears throat> is it is it liberal what is it is it is it um is it conservative and th- there was this thread, so cat um yeah yeah it was it was. It wasn't it wasn't a straight retweet on Twitter, but it was a um, where you sort of make a comment, and then it has a box below, right? So it's sort of an explanation, and so I went there, and it was talking about the CIA in um, in the states, and that they were you know, you know sort of in the background. I actually studied creative writing at a local college, and you know, so I'm I'm sort of thinking about that and going that's a perfect breed- it's a perfect breeding ground for um propaganda like say also recruiting right you know they're looking around they're looking for people who can create a narrative and yeah so they're looking for for the right people you know and <laughs> in candidates CSIS. and if they haven't if they haven't um you know grabbed onto this notion I might have just created a monster. I'm sure they know about it already. But um, I, I, and I, I'm getting to this as far as the civilizing act. And yeah, how, how do we encourage uh, our society or culture? And, you know, that's, that's one kind of shady example and versus, say, you know, ours, right, where we're sitting there, you know, in the public eye and to whatever degree... Um, you know, I'm, I'm small press I might always be small press uh, and th- there's, there's a glorious freedom in that but there's also the um, as I'm saying this I'm going, you know, yeah, no, but sometimes it's good to put out stuff that is um, you know, counter uh, it's counterculture, that it is that it's testing and it's, um, it's asking the big questions, right, you know, are we free? and, um, you know, uh, testing, uh, what's it called, freedom of speech, for example. <clears throat> right. So where was I going with this Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh, the cycle of Gilgamesh? Is Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh returns, and, the, and then, you know, the story doesn't just, his story doesn't just end, and the plot that he's living in that doesn't just end right so <clears throat> there's this sequel and to my knowledge you know I don't know what happens after he returns to the city and he brings well actually I do know <laughs> <laughs> that the story gets written down on tablets in the, in this language called or um alphabet cuneiform and uh, yeah stamped onto clay tablets and yeah so that that continues that there's these um, early books in a sense and the information is uh, transmitted right the story is archived and shared and now has reached us right it survived <clears throat> but but say for that quote-unquote character I'm, I'm not too sure if he's a real um, person that's something to look up like a real king and there are I've read a number now of um, uh, myths that either attempt to connect a culture country nation to uh, an earlier myth and so for example um, Troy uh, Ilium you know, Homer's um, description of of, of this ten year war between Greece and the um I think I think the ruins are what most <laughs> most people agree are are the ruins of Troy. I think they're in uh Turkey and I believe so. I believe so. But so it would be between Greece and, and what is now Turkey. And that that myth uh which has which has some historical truth to it, but that the actual narrative that was um used by say the Romans, the Romans connected their uh this you know, say the story of their culture that they said, oh, there's this a survivor from Troy, whose name is Aeneas, and then um, after that there are various connections being made. But the one, the one that I know is that the British um, made this connection and said, "Oh yes." And then the I'm trying to remember if it was a Roman. It's probably like a straight up Trojan, you know, who ends up, you know, um, establishing ancient uh, Britain. Um but this sort of like this piggybacking of uh, history <clears throat> or or your tool of the turtle maybe maybe that's more appropriate so this um um cycle let's let's just des- destroy this cycle and and say no that uh say usually is you know usually a story is is just ending and we know that something happened before, and we, we probably get that information eventually, and then we have after, that there's this information that is is happening afterwards. <clears throat> um, as I'm saying this, then we have series, we have books, Harry Potter, and we have um, you know, yeah, it's unto itself standalone. And there is a resolution that, that's going on versus something like um, Lord of the Rings, where we have this um, massive text that has been divided up. <clears throat> I'm, just, I'm just thinking, I was like, you know, there was a kind of standalone quality, um, but maybe it had just to do with, say, um, successes that, well, okay, we've reached this certain point. And then there's this wonderful question of, oh, what happens next? Um, right so now I've now I've thrown I've sabotaged my own arguments <laughs> that that uh, now we have examples of the the monomyth um, continuing just to sidestep get back to the notion of um, this eternal hero and that sort of reminds me of Michael Moorcock's eternal champion that we have this, um, that, that underneath all of the, the details and the dressing is is this common, and I'm going to argue um, civilizing uh, narrative, and um, and two though it is in. it it, it creates this conflict. Uh, so, so say I'm looking at it and, and I'm I'm going, you know, y- there is this kind of resolution, but there's also this um, conflict. So being prepared, right, you know, fighting the monster, you know, and yes, the monster is our ourself. Um, but but is it establishing is it setting up something that isn't necessarily there? Within that, there, there is a an, an argument uh, as to the the binary nature of reality, right? That you know, as we start out, right, things are black and white, right? <laughs> you know, there's these extremes, and um, going along, uh, they become complicated. Uh, I'm I'm watching, um, I'm watching politics in the united states right now um and i'm i'm seeing the um the dueling narratives i'm seeing that but i'm also seeing the um the the greater narrative that these two exist within and this dance right that um if they don't keep this narrative going uh you know say I'm just thinking of even the, the Canadian narrative, and um, not 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 exactly the same. But say we we have a province named Quebec, which is um, French, and our relation the res yeah our relationship um, the th- there's this ongoing question of whether we're going to stay together, right? And it keeps us on our toes, and in a sense, it, it shapes us, uh, on both sides and, uh, you know, say so it could reach eventually where there's this, that it, you know, the relationship is not working out and that, you know, you have, uh, you have this change that happens and two, you know, what will happen is, is that going to happen in the next hundred years with, um, you know, bad environments, mass migration, mass extinction, or are we going to sort of band together um, to uh, to attempt to survive? And I didn't mean to end up at this place, but now, <laughs> now, now I'm moving back to the the two um, the ending. The, two, the ending and the beginning of, of what we're working on, say, the novel. <clears throat> uh, it's tempting to fuse the two together into a perfect circle. I, I remember, I didn't read it, but there's this book, i I say I read the plot of it uh, like a synopsis. It's called Ouroboros, and it has to do with war, and I think I tr- yeah I started to read it, um, and I had difficulty. Uh, but but and and I believe it's a hundred years ago, so we're still on hundred years. But this is in the past, and the effect that it creates, at least what I picked up from reading the synopsis and ex- etc., that it it creates this. Um, sense of an endless war, right? That war doesn't just end and and, and too, that in it there's this argument of of purpose, right? That if 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 they stop fighting, if they make peace, then you know <laughs> then they they will kind of cease to exist. Uh I'm totally blowing the giving it away, but you're not gonna read it. <laughs> and if if you are this will help you to sort of you know th- this will sort of create the curiosity yeah right okay so that, that, you see that, that's my interest and why aren't we why aren't all um, novels like this why why aren't all novels ending where they begin and and creating this loop this kind of a this effect um i'm sure it's not the only um, the only book that does that, also too, it's a fantasy. It it is considered a fantasy novel. Mm. An Ouroboros is uh, mythological. Is it mythological? Anyways, it's a snake that's eating its own tail. It's uh, I've seen it as a, a more of a lizard, and um, <laughs> now I'm going off to references. I was, I don't know if that has absolutely anything to do with this, but, um, yeah, symbol has been used for, for many things. There's a great kind of um, metaphysical quality to it uh, by, by suggesting that we are, that we are living, um, how can I say this, in a sense that we are that thing. So, you know, each of us in our life, we're kind of uh, uh, biting our own uh, tail, and how do I mean by that? Anyways, I'll let you expand and explore Uh, notions notions of of the beginning of a story and end of a story. The and using story more as novel, um, the word story. So, what we are writing is existing with within within narratives. So it's existing within our narrative. And then, it, and then it is also transmitted, and it, it exists in other, other narratives that other people are experiencing. The readers, the audience, uh, that it 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 gains traction as something that is more cultural, like say you know a household name, for example, and um, right, so so we are what I'm what I'm attempting to do is 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 this sort of notion of something that has this beginning and ending going back to say something like Harry Potter where uh say so you you could be influenced by things um let's say you might see a meme m e m e meme and you so you you see something, and it sets off the fireworks of recognition, and you know say that you go back to the book. I um, I know this is obvious, but this is me sort of getting along the route. How far are we now? <laughs> we are halfway. Uh, uh, to to the the bridge that is happening, and so while I'm saying you know it's not a loop. Uh, that we are still uh, locked into the experience. I've I've had references pop up like that Ouroboros uh, book that I mentioned. You know, I haven't thought about that for y- maybe I came across it at least a couple of years ago, and it was twice right. And so now I've gone back to it. So so there is this kind of looping quality of the memory of the, of the book, the memory of the experience. Of, of this uh, alternate reality um, that, that we've we've dipped into via the imagination um, right so so we have our denouement and then we have the beginning um, we have the option of a kind of mirror effect between the first sentence and the last sentence uh, we have the option of the Opening image and closing image, uh, that is um, uh, optional, and uh, in in movies, right? So they'll have, uh, say, you know, the frame of a doorway, and then at the end they'll have something else that has a frame-like quality, um, the suggestion of a door, or somebody moving from one thing to another. Uh... <laughs> uh, I'll leave that up to you. I'll leave that up to you. Okay. Uh, that, that, say, I th- I think the reason why we're not doing this, you know, this bridge and making it this completely perfect, um, not completely, well, but, you know, that, say, the end connects to the beginning, uh, is that, uh, say, when I was looking at the Ouroboros, uh, book uh, that it was. It was sort of uncomfortable that there was this jarring quality, you know. That uh, you know, uh, Finn, fin, f i n. I think that's French. Yeah, and uh, the end, uh, and then whatever other language that say we have this notion of, and that's it, right? And then we we return from the imagination, uh, you know, and we're sitting there at a campfire, and you know, the storyteller is. Uh, you know finished right and they're packing up <laughs> and you know maybe the obligation is to you know repay them and th- and then uh you know say we might even say but what happened what happened and there's there's a, a, a there's a, a series of songs i think it's i think it's robert hunter and i think it's the terrapin um I think it's now it's called the Terrapin Suite, and uh, Terrapin Station was the original s- song, and uh, he did the lyrics for the the, the band, the music group, uh, The Grateful Dead. Um, but within it, there's this mention of a kind of bard-like quality of, of the the purpose of uh, storytellers. And, and two, um, I like the notion of, in a sense, ending... Ending hot, ending with uh questions, ending with like say a lack of resolution, um, obviously the story keeps going, you know, but you sort of you you, you reach the climax you 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 know you wrap things up in the denouement or unwrap them, and uh yeah, you know there's this satisfaction that happens, and if you keep going, then it it sort of loses this traction, it becomes. Uh, it's It starts anew right, which could be an interesting ending to suggest that there's more you know that m- there's more right you know the uh, the protagonist uh, had other adventures in far off lands you know but that's but you know but that's a story for another time the, actually that was used in uh, the never ending story the actual the book. The, the nice big german book that there would be references to characters you know say we would go along and suddenly there's a character um who is leaving uh the the narrative and um the author oh michael end so he's he's writing or the the narrator is saying that is saying you know and you know so and so the night the knight in the purple armor, you know, uh, went off to have many adventures, and uh, you know, say maybe making some kind of reference to, uh, you know, finally finding the, um, the dish of a thousand um, slippers, whatever, and then you know the slippers of might, and but that is another story, right, or for another time, and that 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 repeats. Uh, one of my one of the thoughts, and the character ends right and then one of my thoughts was, "Oh, is this a kind of Germanic tradition, a Teutonic tradition it It sounded familiar to me, so say it, it, is it something that carried over to um anglo saxon the you know the Germanic influence okay so uh and and I guess the argument I'm making is, you know, we end things. We end them. Even, even if they're going to continue later, right, we end it. Uh, a quality that is in contrast with that is um, Lord of the Rings. There is an end, however. You know, yeah, it's been chopped up into three books. And two, I believe... I believe there's actually 12, you know, quote-unquote books within that it could... I've seen versions where they've divided up Lord of the Rings into 12 12 books. Um, But you you probably saw them, I saw them, we have three movies, we don't have 12 movies. Uh, That's an option for the future. I'm... I'm totally in with that. <laughs> More. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So we we end things, and um, there's a resolution. We set up. You know, there's something um, bad happening, and then it gets solved, and we have this middle stuff. So bad happen, middle stuff, solution. And um, we like that. We have problems, and uh, there's this echo of us. We see that, uh, you know, ah, yes, you know, I can relate to this. Um, you know, or say even, you know, oh, this is similar to experiences, something universal that connects us. Um, and yet, it's this there's this end um, to something. Uh, and perhaps that as well as is a bit of wish fulfillment. Uh, war, for example, right? That say, um, I I have. I'm sure we all have a tough time looking at the the military aspect of of what we are involved in. You know, say at least the quote unquote West. Um, the. Um, the 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 de- the oh, sorry the dem- the <laughs> democracies right the democracies and that there's this um um on and and i heard it uh you know politicians saying this endless war uh, in the middle east right or just this endless war and that's uh that's tough that's difficult that's um uh it's it's sort of tragic, I was arguing with someone last week, a dear friend, and they were arguing for peace that we should just throw down at, well, and two, they weren't saying that they were saying just peace right we should- it's peace, it's peace, and I was like, yeah, but you know look i'll I'll lay it out for you, you know, we throw down our weapons, you know, and we're you know, invaded. You know, hooray, we're martyrs, uh, but now we live. You know, in a totalitarian um, regime, right? And um, you know, there's there's people at the top who we you know we have no power over. We have no say in in what's going on, right? And and the conversation went on, right? Where we sort of expanded and, uh, um, but but there was that there was that difficulty. And so what I'm, what I'm wanting to say is that there's this desire for, there's this kind of utopic quality to ending a narrative, right? That, that there's actually, you know, this end, right? And uh, s- similar to, say, a life, there's this finality and there's a quality of, say, destruction there right, say something has been created and then it ends up destroyed um, you know, ob- obviously we're not sort of looking at it that way um, there is this sort of sorrow I, I can only speak for myself and other fans I know that say when when we're catapulted out of whatever narrative it is um, especially too when it's pleasurable right, there's this agony um, even in writing you know where i i'm obligated pulled out of um the imagination and what i'm working on and you know when i'm there that i have this there's this quality of and i don't want to say it but i'm thinking it control that um you know i you know i'm i'm in the captain's chair you know i'm the um it's 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 more difficult than that cuz you're you know negotiating with the subconscious um and, and I I suspect that it's the same for say the reader right that they've it, different but that they're um they're allowed out of um you know say the struggle this and too it's narration of struggle right you know oh work is hard and so on and so forth right it's not easy being in a relationship um uh, you know, yeah, right, just you know sort of whatever show you're watching, um, and too as writers we're we're pumping out that stuff too, right? more conflict um, it, it it makes for a better plot story. so we humans crave we crave endings, we also crave returns, we want the next you know the next one. Right? When is the next book coming out? <laughs> and uh, I'm there too. Uh, it, it, it seems never-ending, right? All of a sudden, it's like, well, things can't get better. And all of a sudden, there's a new streaming show that is like, yes, yes, why not? You know, why not more of this, right? What is, what's, you know, why is it that I have to wait so long in between these oasises of experience, okay uh, so uh, if if we are appealing to um, you know the general audience who who like for example happy endings right we, st- we start off with tragedy and we end with comedy uh, quote-unquote comedy and and then we're going to need uh, a, this shift in quality of, say, if we're doing the the tragedy to comedy that it's... And two, just just to um, make it clear, comedy I'm referring to, like, say uh, Dante's Divine Comedy. Right? That there's this... Uh, it's not what we, we mean when we say comedy now. And yet, there is a kind of um, quality to, say, the laugh, the happiness. So by... By comedy, I'm meaning uh, happy, happy ending, happily ever after. Right, so we want this, and this gets into my big thing of transformation, um, and 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 as I'm saying this, I'm, I'm hearing myself. I'm going back to say, you know, CIA and creative writing workshops that that quality of of transformation that say steering us, um, steering us away from uh, ego towards um, the opposite and right ego ego yeah so we're starting off with um, very selfish and then at the end selfless. And so, how do we cap that? how do How do we show that at the beginning, and how do we show that at the beginning with this sort of relation? Um, I mentioned um, book bookends that they're serving this function. I believe I've talked about bookends before. That you know, and to you know, keeping something together, keeping it upright, organized, um, so the so it doesn't fall over. So they have this strength, kind of like flying buttresses outside buildings, right? That they're, um, you know, sort of giving stability uh, to something that, you know, there's this concern it might fall down. And so we have these two um, buttresses as as we're going in and, and now arguing that the... The construction of say the beginning and con- construction of the ending that that resonates with us that say we know that it's a beginning and we know that it's an ending and this this is this is getting a bit sort of um, now it feels like it might be a bit metaphysical in in the sense of um, how do we know well, it's obvious I mean there's the book cover, right, then there's the end cover, right. And you know it's that's it that's what a book is, um or say a scroll right you un you unroll it and one end is the beginning and one is the end. We do flip things around you know and or turn them upside down, like say um uh say I think it's Japanese, and that is like say from the top to the bottom, correct me if I'm wrong <laughs> then uh Arabic and I believe uh Hebrew the uh, Semitic languages that they read from right to left, whereas English etc are from left to right and uh, there we go right so you know it sh- it should be it should be obvious i I saw a i saw a book i'm trying to remember exactly what. The publisher was but what they had done is they had put two i think novellas and so at the beginning or that's th- the thing there was you know the beginning was actually the center of of the book and so the cover uh, was so sorry you know it had two front covers there we go so you would you would flip it over and there was the other front cover and uh you know technically, there should be you know a a a back cover, and that you know that's well, that's fine, no problem there that's you know a bit of ingenuity um, but but say I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the semantics and I'm thinking of you know say what it's what it's suggesting. there's this creativity that is wonderful, you know but why aren't we always doing that? Like say, why don't we tell our stories and our plots that way? Um, why isn't every book, uh, ha- you know, have that quality? Because the majority don't. And as much as I love those books, I sort of look at them and I go um, that they say that they they ought to serve a particular purpose. That you know, when these two sides meet, <clears throat> that there's this quality of um oh you know we're in the middle we're in the center and and what to what purpose you know are we moving versus versus none you know or say uh there's so much potential there to to explore <laughs> yeah. but again we know most most of us are not doing that and and therefore most readers are not you know being kind of um Hornswoggled? I don't know if that's the right word, but we're not being sort of pushed into that. You know, oh, well, there's no, you know, um, back coverless books, right? You know, double front cover books uh, are, you know, uh, yeah. And too, I'm, I'm, I'm going for the narrative, the narrative, the common narrative that we're go- telling is one that has an end and one that has a beginning. I like how he did that too, right? I started at the end and I finished at the beginning. Um right, yeah. There's there's sort of cliche sayings too, you know, you know, one door closes and another opens, right? And it's like, you like, know, yeah, 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 yeah. But but there is but there is a there's a truth to that in the sense that say we perceive it that way, uh, and then and then we reinforce it. We agree that, you know, this is the way a book works you know this is the function of the book um, th- there are alternatives to uh, as I mentioned right you know having the the two front covers what you know that's impossible um, when I was self publishing so this is this is twenty years ago now uh, i i was I was binding my book and what what you do is you create a text block first, which is um, it's the printed uh, the guts. That's another name for it. <laughs> so it's you know the guts. It's not the front cover or not even the cover. Sorry, it's not the cover. It's the, um, the 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 text. And so it was printed and it was cut. And I glued the text block. And I was about to glue it into the cover. And what I did was I went wait a second. I flipped it upside down, and then I glued it in and so i had a, a number of books that were this way and for me it was it was a it was a, a bit of creative sabotage say that i you know say somebody opens it and goes wait a second it's upside down right and I, it was say just me thinking you know i and i did this i can remember presenting it to someone and m- me thinking um that, like say, you know, <laughs> you know, it didn't mean so much to them, but I was like curious, you know, yeah, why don't we do books that way, right? Why aren't we forcing someone to sort of examine it for a second and say, well, wait, how does this work? Uh, it's It's something like, you know, you're presented with, you're presented with something that's wrong. And that's what was curious to me, right? You know, obviously it's a book but it's not doing you know what you expect right and there's something there's a message there something like that now we're moving in oh gosh we're actually at the end of uh, famous last words about um beginnings and endings about this monomyth and th- just just that th- just the mere suggestion that it is a loop and it's continuous, like the um, lizard swallowing its own tail, eating, biting its own tail. That that we push, we agree to, we are used to, um, we propagate the uh, the structure, the notion of how how something is, versus uh, this um, quad um, divided four into four sections of this circle that say that there's this eternal quality of uh you know leaving and returning, leaving and returning. And that that there's a, a never-ending quality to to that uh versus say you know what what we're gonna go and what we're gonna pick up in a bookstore and what we're going to be seeking out as as this that kind of reflection, right? Say, you know, we, uh, you and I, we grew up with these this uh, way of uh, storytelling, this structure, this um, novel uh, experience, expectation. And uh, sure, we can play with it all we want, but we end up with uh, re- returning, right? You know, to this thing. Eventually, you know, it's going to change. It, it it changed in the past, became this thing. And, you know, of course, it's moving towards change. Right. Thank you for listening and take care.